0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Trap Game Podcast. It has been a while, and uh, I'm your host, Mark Ruthop. Unfortunately, I'm not here with my co host, Chris Smith, tonight. Um, you know, I just miss talking to you guys, and I really wanted to get an episode in. Um, last time we recorded was a little bit over a month ago. Um, I really wanted to get a Super Bowl episode in, and. Hopefully we can get something like that in but uh you know I'm going to talk on the Super Bowl a little bit tonight. I'm not going to talk too much on it because I definitely want Chris here to defend himself. And man, when I say the text messages between myself, Bobby and Chris were electric, it really doesn't even begin to explain it, man. Chris felt some type of way, and I understand it. You know, his uh, team came out, didn't really give the showing he was hoping for. Um, but, you know, we were uh, we were both really high on the Chiefs going into the Super Bowl, and they let us down. Um, those offensive tackles being out for the Chiefs really hurt them, uh, I think, way more than anyone thought that it was actually going to hurt them. I mean, Patrick Mahomes probably – Equaled his team's rushing total for at least the first half of the year with like 497 yards ran behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, when I heard that, I thought it was a typo at first, but that is just unbelievable. And even then he was still making throws and his receivers couldn't hang on, hang on to the ball. Um, The defense just couldn't hold up. Tyron Matthew got absolutely punked out by Tom Brady it was uh, just a rough, rough showing for the Chiefs overall, um, and I'm not going to say that Chris couldn't handle the loss, but man, did he take it hard. And I know he's going to be listening to this, and I can't wait till uh, he actually is back on with me because uh, you know before he was he was all in. You know he was all in on the Chiefs, Chiefs by fifty, Chiefs by hundred, and you know it kind of went the opposite way there, so. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to talk too much on the Super Bowl because I still want Chris to be here Even though it is a little bit over a month But I t- when I tell you guys when it is me, Bobby and Chris talking about the Super Bowl Even though it's done and gone, it'll still be really entertaining um, But yeah, I really want to talk about a couple things There, There is so much to cover that I can't get to tonight um, I really want to split up the shows I really want to get into the NCA tournament and do a whole little pick show, and hopefully I can get that done tomorrow. But tonight, I really want to go over NFL free agency more than anything, kind of like the big moves. I'm not going to cover every team, because that would just absolutely be nuts, but I really want to cover um, the big hitters, and then um, I want to recap how the Knights have been playing because, you know, we're obviously huge Knights fans on the show. Pretty much everyone that listens is a Knights fan or lives in Las Vegas. So, man, I mean, how crazy is is it that Marc-Andre Fleury is arguably the MVP of the league right now? I mean, we were not really protecting Marc-Andre, at least on our show, you know, like we loved him and we were extremely grateful of everything he's done for Vegas and the city. But man, I mean, I I thought he was gone. I was ready for him to be traded. And how wrong were we? Mark Andre 16 and five as a starter this year, the dude has not taken a night off He's had one night off in the last 19 games and Dan's had an okay performance and we won the game, but you know, it really showed that Marc-Andre wasn't in there. And I mean, DeBoer is just riding, riding Marc-Andre and at 36 years old, it is impressive what he is doing for us right now with a 1.88 goals against and a 0.933 save percentage. Let me say that again. At 36 years old, after a down year, everyone thought that Marc-Andre was gone. He's 16-5 and with a 1.88 goals against average and a .933 save percentage. This guy, I mean, you can argue Andre Vasilevsky and a couple other guys, but Marc-Andre, and this is, you can call me biased, but man, he has been by far the best goaltender in the league this year. I don't even want to think where the Knights would be if Marc Andre wasn't here, especially with Robin Leonard being out almost a month with concussion, or, well, five weeks with concussion issues. The, the dude is insane. I mean, he looks 2017 Marc Andre, misfits Marc Andre, the dude is is playing better than i think he ever has in his career he's going to have serious Vesnia uh consideration by the end of the year uh, He he's keeping us in games i mean when if a team scores more than 2 goals against this guy you're like wow he actually had a bad night i mean that's that's how insane this guy is playing and and i don't want that to get lost on how good the knights have been playing i mean they have 36, or 41 points, 27 games into the season. They're first in the West. They, The Wild have 37 points. The Avs, who everyone's picking to win the Stanley Cup, is at 36 points. They're one point behind the Panthers. They're one point behind the Avalanche. Both of those teams have one game up on the Knights. I mean, sure, you can make the argument that the Western conference or Western division isn't the strongest conference, but you know what? The Knights can only do what they can do. They can only beat the teams that are in front of them. And even when they are playing good teams, they're still beating them. But wild, I mean, they lost two games to the wild, but the first game they play against the wild, they were missing Mark stone and Petrangelo. Then the next game they're missing Petrangelo and we only lose two, one there or no four, three, but we, we, almost make a comeback and, and beat them on their home ice so i mean the young guys are stepping up man zach whitecloud is a stud dylan Coglin is turning out to be a stud nicholas haig you know he, he he's good and he he plays a different defense for sure than whitecloud and and Coglin. but man like these young guys are stepping up for the Knights. Now just wait till Petrangelo comes back. Wait till we can start mixing Leonard back in, and he starts to get comfortable again, and hopefully his concussion issues are behind him. And then we get those that tandem back: Mark Andre and Robin Leonard. Oh my goodness! Like I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, am a obviously a huge Knights homer, but man, d- these guys are dangerous, and they're fun to watch. Even tonight against the Sharks, they were down three to one. It didn't look good, and then just out of us, like these guys have a, a have a switch. Mark Stone was fighting tonight. Marciusel was fighting tonight. We've had good teams. I mean, I know it's only the fourth year into the into the franchise, but, man, does this team feel different. I know it's a crazy year, but these guys can't compete with anyone. And I'm really excited to see what they do in the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. I've got to go back to a few games. The atmosphere is just electric um knights fans are completely bought in even though going to a game is kind of like a small mortgage right now but uh you know it's it there's nothing that compares and i i love being there and you know uh i hope i can get to a few more if they allow more fans because i can't afford (laughs) those tickets every game but uh yeah, man. it's uh, It's been a lot of fun to watch the Knights. I know all you guys have had fun watching the Knights if you're a Knights fan. If you're not a Knights fan, yeah, be, be ready to uh, see the Knights in the playoffs because they're coming. And uh, this is a different team than they've had in years past. And they're winning without, you know, Petrangelo's been out. They're still winning. Alex Tuck, Chandler Stevenson were out this game. Down 3-1, still came back to beat the Sharks, who are, I mean, they're not a great team, but they're definitely not a pushover either, so it's just a different, a different different team, and yeah, I can't wait to see how this year plays out, and you know, as crazy as it sounds, I wouldn't be shocked if they're winning and holding the Stanley Cup at the end of the season, but uh Yeah. What I really want to talk about, let's get into NFL free agency and how crazy that it's been. Um, I guess like today is the first official day that you can sign free agents, but there's a tampering and I don't understand how all that works. And, you know, the the cap is about $16 million down, but teams are spending like there is no cap and it's it's just nuts. But first of all, obviously, I want to get into the Cardinals. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I love what the Cardinals have been doing this offseason so far. Now, yeah, you can be like, "Oh, they're bringing in older guys and you know, past their prime." Yeah, I, I understand that. And uh, I'm not I'm not going to not going to bash that line of thinking. They bring in AG Green today. 6 million dollar cap it. This dude is I mean, a couple years ago, was a perennial pro bowler, one of the best receivers in the league. He hasn't played for two years. This guy is coming off fresh. He kind of reminds me of when Adrian Peterson, everyone thought he was done. He got suspended for that whole year. Then the next year, he comes back. He's the best running back in the league. AJ Green has that potential, especially in this offense, to have just a crazy year. He's not getting double covered. He's going to be open a lot, you know, and people are going to be sleeping on him. So I think he's going to be open. I think he's going to have a huge year. He's going to have a huge impact, especially if Larry doesn't come back, which I hope he does, especially um, considering that this is the first time in a long time. I think the Cardinals are actually gearing up and really want to have that team. Same thing with J.J. Watt. You know, the dude is a little bit older. He's coming off some injuries. Do I think the deal was a little rich. I, I definitely do. But you know what? If this guy comes in and is healthy and um, can even be 75 80% of what he's been in his career, he's worth the money. Because now you have Chandler Jones on the opposite end. You bring back Marcus Golden. Um, you have uh, Jordan Hicks on that side of the ball. Isaiah Simmons is coming into his own. I mean, just their front seven is is just nasty with it. Um, I mean, Matt Prater, we finally, finally get a kicker. I mean, no shade to Zane Gonzalez. He had his moments. Um, same thing with Chandler, Katna Like, those guys were okay. But Matt Prater is a guy that's going to hit that 50, 55-yarder to win you a game and is almost automatic all the time. Then they go out and get Rodney frickin' Hudson, the center for the Raiders. This guy is an absolute animal. You finally are getting Kyler Murray, that true number one center, one of the best centers in the league, if not the best, to come in and anchor that offensive line. Like, this is a different team. Um, I don't know what happened or why it happened, but the Cardinals are out of nowhere, just like a really attractive team for free agents. And, you know, I'm here for it. I cannot wait to see what happens. I'm really excited for this year. Um, I hope, like I said, hopefully Larry comes back. I know that the Cardinals are pretty low on cap space at this point, but, you know, let's just hope, let's just hope, um, at least for me, that the Cardinals can make some noise in the NFC West. I know a lot of people are high on the Rams, bringing in Matt Stafford, which they should be. Matt Stafford's obviously just a, a stud, um, you know, but they haven't done much other than bring Matt Stafford in. So, you know, uh, is he an upgrade over Jared Goff? Yeah. But at this point in his career, is he going to be the guy that really puts you over the hump if you're the Rams? I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. Um, the Seahawks haven't done a damn thing. Um, supposedly Russell Wilson wants out uh, and if he doesn't come out or if he doesn't get traded, I mean, how does that team look? I mean, you have your franchise guy that has been the face of the Seahawks for the last almost 10 years. And now he's just like, yeah, my offensive line sucks. They don't protect me. You think they're going to protect him after he makes those comments? I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. Are Seahawks a five win team this year. Especially if Russ isn't bought in. I mean, I, I cannot imagine him taking a snap for the Seahawks this year. Um, the 49ers, you know, obviously a powerhouse. Uh, it's another team. You know, they signed Trent Richardson to a, or Trent Brown, excuse me, to a massive deal. But it's another team. You know, like he was already there. So do they get better? Not necessarily. Um, you're just banking on them being a lot healthier because they were a Super Bowl favorite last year before all these crazy injuries. Um, you have to hope that Jimmy G has a huge year because they're they it uh, looks like they're rolling with him, um, unless obviously anything goes down between here and the start of the season. But it looks like they're rolling with Jimmy G. And, you know, I, I think he's a good quarterback, but can he take you over the hump? I yeah, don't know, don't know because the defense the defense wins you championships and they almost did for the 49ers a couple years ago. So we'll see what happens there. Um going into that, I mean, we all know that I'm a huge Cowboys fan. And I just I have to congratulate Cowboys Nation on completely completely putting your team behind the eight ball for the next what did he sign four years he here's here's my thing you give Dak Prescott this enormous deal okay I mean you can argue he maybe deserved it he's been a good quarterback and you know they weren't very good without him and everyone's comparing he wanted Patrick Mahomes money you know whatever uh, you can you can think he's crazy for that. you can think he deserves it. but here's here's the thing. So when Patrick Mahomes got that deal, the chiefs had a team in place around him for him to get that deal. They already had everyone paid um, and they had the money to sign Mahomes to a massive deal. Is, is that gonna hurt the chiefs down the road? Yeah, more than likely. but you know what they're in the win now mode they can't afford to do that. Here's what I, I don't understand. And, you know, we'll, we'll see it all next year. You now, this is our year, you know, they'll win their first game against a shitty team and Cowboys fans are just going to get, you know, how they get every year. They will they go one and zero, and we're all the haters, you know, we're so good. And then, you know, everyone else is inevitably just sitting there waiting for their demise and, then they get really quiet and act like we're the assholes for talking crap about the Cowboys. The Cowboys do not have a team around Dak. Okay. You handcuff the team when you give anyone a deal of this size, their offensive line is getting old. They're not as good as they were when he came into the league. Ezekiel Elliott has obviously regressed massively. Their defense is atrocious and they haven't brought any win. No one wants to go play for the Cowboys. Nobody. So I'm sorry to tell you Cowboys fans, but it's going to happen again. You guys are not gonna win anything. Even if you do squeak into the playoffs, you guys aren't going anywhere. You guys are not winning a Super Bowl with Jerry Jones as your owner, and you're not winning a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott as your quarterback. I'm telling you that right now. No one wants to play for you guys. No one's coming in. You guys aren't signing free agents. No one worth any any like no free agents worth of notice. <coughs> so I, I just I just don't understand where this false confidence comes from as a as a Cowboys fan. I just don't like. I get it. Have have confidence in your team, but be a re- be realistic with it, please. I'm just begging Cowboys fans this year. Be realistic. Don't be assholes when you guys win one or two games, because we all know how it ends every single year. Moving on to a team that has absolutely gone batshit crazy. The New England Patriots. Who haven't they signed? Good Lord. Matt Judon. Kyle Van Noy just got signed today. Um, Jalen Mills. Hunter Henry. Jonu Smith. Um, Nelson Aguilar. Like, this is a brand new team. Then they give... Cam Newton, $14 million. I mean, on paper, like this team looks nasty. And it was nice while it lasted. You know, we got to we got to see the Patriots struggle for one year, but man, did Belichick come out angry this offseason. You know, you had to watch Tom Brady win a Super Bowl without him. Then I'm sure that's all he heard this offseason was, hey, it was Tom, it was never you. And he's like, okay, bet. I'm going to go literally sign every free agent worth anything this off, this offseason. It is nuts, man, what this guy, I, where does all this money come from? I knew they had cap space coming into this year, but Lord, like they rebuilt their entire team. And I mean, I guess this really just hinges on Cam, I mean. From going from a million dollar contract and then the year he had and then giving him 14 million? Does that make sense to you guys? I don't think so. He got a $13 million raise for for the year he had. I mean, they're building the team around him and it just it's weird. I mean, unless they're planning on trading up in the draft and getting one of these top-end guys, like that decision makes no sense to me. I, 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 Cam Newton is not that guy anymore, um, and I and those weapons are bringing him around, uh, bringing in around him are obviously going to help. Uh, because uh, let's be real, they didn't have anybody of, of note this last year. But yeah, let, let's let's go through who all they signed real quick because it is not a short list. Um we have sorry guys. All right. Yeah, Cam Newton, 13.6 million. Nelson Aguilar, 26 million. Kendrick Bourne, another wide receiver, three years 22 million. Hunter Henry, three years 37 million. Johnny Smith, four years 50 million. Trent Brown traded uh from the Raiders. Uh Ted Caras, Dietrich Wise. David, God Cho, Henry Anderson, Matt Junon, four years, 56, Kyle Van Noy, Justin Bethel, Jalen Mills. I mean, those are some pretty big names that they got. Uh, it's impressive. I mean, it is an impressive offseason these guys have had. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't turn into another Patriots dynasty because I'm pretty sure we're all sick of seeing that. But Bill was ready to make some changes this year and he did he did so um that'll be an interesting one and then um being from las vegas kind of want to touch on the raiders what what in the hell is going on there um you signed unique and Gakway. i mean and at first glance it's like okay the raiders still believe in themselves and you, that that's a guy that's going to come in and Looks like he's going to help your defense. But then you trade literally every single piece <coughs> off your offensive line. <coughs> I mean, I, what? I just it, what, what sense does that make? I'm, do, do you sign a guy like that to... To distract your fans from literally tearing down the rest of your team. Hey, we're gonna sign, we're gonna trade Rodney Hudson, we're gonna trade Trent Brown, we're gonna trade Darren Waller, we're gonna trade, we're gonna let Nelson Aguilar walk, who just had a career year. And then we're gonna be in every rumor for Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, but at the end of the day, we're actually not really trying for them because we believe in Derek Carr but now he has literally no protection and he's going to have a terrible year because he's going to be sacked 85 times. But hey, we signed Unique and Ngakwe and John Brown. What? What in the world are the Raiders doing? Um, I'm, if I'm Mark Davis, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, we're not going to have fans here for the next year or two because we will be booed off the field by the third game. I mean, the Raiders, it it looks to me like they're waving the white flag early this year. Uh, Very, very weird offseason for them. So far, I mean, I guess you can still make some moves, but if Russell Wilson is as upset as he says he is about the offensive line, there's no way he's going to go to the Raiders. Absolutely none. If Deshaun Watson is saying... How much he cares about winning, um, and won't approve a, tra- a trade to you know only to a few teams. He's not going to the Raiders. I'm uh, yeah. You guys are stuck with Derek Carr, who f- to for all accounts had a pretty decent year. Was a top twenty quarter or top ten almost quarterback last year. So you guys can win with him, but not the way that they are tearing this team down. Very very strange. Very very weird. Then, if you want to talk, I, I, I have to talk about the Chiefs just a little bit, you know. Um, I won't go too much into it. Like I said, I don't like to talk about the Chiefs without Chris here because I want him to be able to defend his team. They release Eric Fisher, okay? They, they release uh, both of their starting offensive tackles. So, okay, you know, they were getting a little bit older, and... Uh, that was obviously a huge reason why down the stretch they couldn't pull it off. Kyle Long comes out of retirement, signs with the Chiefs. Good signing, you know, coming out of retirement. Who knows where his playing legs are at? Then they signed Joe Thuney from the Patriots. Five years, $80 million. Decent signing there. I mean, the, the dude is an obvious stud coming over from New England. Um, it would seem like they have figured out their offensive line woes, but man, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are a good team. I don't think they make it back to the Super Bowl three years in a row. I just don't like there if. if the only two moves you're going to make are to to sign offensive linemen <sighs> they're they're not the patriots i'm sorry like they might be more talented overall than those patriots teams were that won all those super bowls but i'm telling you man like this is a different nfl teams are getting better teams are wanting to compete actually um the Bills are only getting better. The Dolphins are only getting better. Uh, I mean, I look out for the Bengals. Joe Burrow can stay healthy. Like they they made a couple moves this offseason. Now I'm not saying they're gonna be a contender anytime soon, but you know, like there's teams coming up. Um like I said, I I don't I don't want to talk too much on the Chiefs because I like to talk about them when Chris is here, it just makes it a little bit more fun. Um, And I, I I just got to say sorry to bears fans. Andy Dalton is the man of the future. Um, I, I I follow some bears fans. I know some bears fans and man, when they signed Andy Dalton, the reaction was, (laughs) it was hard for them to stomach to say the least. Um, when when they're told that they're serious contenders for Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and you know all this stuff is getting put out into the media that they're serious serious contenders and then uh, hey here's Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. I'm sorry, guys. It's obviously not going to do it. Um, I wish nothing but the best to the Bears. I'm actually a big fan of Andy Dalton, so I hope he has a good year. Um, but yeah, man, like that's that's rough. <laughs> that is so rough if you're a Bears fan. Um, I hope it works out. I really do. But yeah, that 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 hurts. A um, couple other things: Carson Wentz. To the Colts. Uh I'm interested to see how Colts fans feel about that. Because they're another team that was rumored, you know, Russell Wilson, maybe Deshaun Watson, um, all the Aaron Rodgers rumors that he might get traded. And then, you know, you end up with Carson Wentz, who in his earlier years of his career was considered to be one of the next superstars obviously hasn't worked out that way, but he gets, uh, reconnected with Frank Reich, who had a ton of success with in Philadelphia. I don't want to say Carson Wentz is dead just yet. I mean, the kid is still young, man. He's still young. He still has got a good arm. There's nothing saying, especially with that offensive line they have in Indy. Like he's going to have time to throw. I I think he has a bounce back here. I really do. And, uh, I think the Eagles are really going to regret um, letting him go. Honestly, like no shade to uh, Jalen Hurd or Hurt or whatever the fuck his name is. No shade, no shade to him. I, I think he's a decent quarterback, but I don't think he's better than Carson Wentz by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the Cleveland Browns. Haven't signed anyone, you know. This is a, this is another team. Everyone's super high. <coughs> Doesn't look like anyone's wanted to sign with them. Rashard Higgins, okay. Takeris, to Karis McKinley, okay. Malcolm Smith, John Johnson, like not terrible, but those are none. None of those guys are pushing you over the edge. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun year, man. It really is, uh, and obviously the free agency is isn't over juju smith schuster still out there um i think he i think he ends up at this point back with the steelers um a lot of teams are set in depth unless he goes to like the jaguars or he could end up with the raiders another team like that uh Oh, and then Patrick Peterson going to the Vikings. I mean, I, I can't believe I almost missed that one. 10 years for Patrick. Good for him. Um, if this was a few years ago, I probably would have felt a little more upset, I guess. Um a little a little bit more disappointed at this point in his career, man, like he had the PED suspension. He came back, and he, he is just not the same corner. Uh, I guess you would want him on your team still rather than against you, but, I, you know, I don't want to be like other Cardinals fans that I've seen It's just like, oh, boy, see you later, Pat. Like, I, like almost seem happy that he's gone. I wouldn't say happy, man. Like, the, the dude did a lot for the Cardinals. Um, They've just kind of been different at this point. In his career, you know, like he he doesn't necessarily hurt you, but he's definitely not that lockdown corner that he used to be. I I honestly hope he has a good year in Minnesota, man. Like nothing but the best of Pat. I hope he does great. And last but not least, like I I I just need to talk about the Packers for a second. This is a team... Two years in a row, that was one win away from the Super Bowl. One win away. Their only free agent signing so far is they brought back Aaron Jones. That's it. Literally, that's it, folks. They brought back Aaron Jones. Is Aaron Jones a good player? Absolutely. Absolutely, he's a stud. But you spend a second-round pick last year on A.J. Dillon. You spend your first-round pick on Jordan Love. And as far as I'm concerned, those two picks are fucking wasted. You know I mean, Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. Aaron Jones gets a gigantic deal from the Packers. What are we doing in Green Bay, man? Like, they just don't care. They... they this Aaron Jones signing is like, oh, yeah, like obviously we're, we're pushing to keep winning. Aaron Jones, was not, he was on your team already. He doesn't make you, he, he's not making you better than you were before. What are we doing, Green Bay? You guys are wasting Aaron Rodgers. Wasting him. This dude is a generational quarterback. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. You guys can only get this guy Aaron Jones. I mean, I guess if you go get a guy like Juju or something like that, you know, to make up for it, but man, like the Packers are they're a joke, man. That front office, you guys have gotten lucky. You guys have gotten so lucky that Aaron Rodgers turned out to be the quarterback he was because quite honestly, their off their their front office is almost as bad as the Bengals. They don't spend in free agency. You know, they get lucky on hitting in the draft, but they just don't, they don't even they retain their own players at times. And even then they'll let them walk. Um I'm sorry, man. Like I, I cannot respect the Packers as a franchise as much as everyone else can. Like they've gotten extremely fortunate that Aaron Rodgers has, is as good as he has been because if he wasn't, man, like, this would be a bottom 10 team without Aaron Rodgers, for real. Um, but, yeah, guys, like, I, that's really all I wanted to hit on tonight. Um, if there's anything you guys want to – hear me talk about or any topics that you guys think I missed. Um, like I said, there, there's so much to cover because we haven't recorded. Um, you know, I obviously, I want to get into baseball, uh, tomorrow. I want to try and do a picks, um, uh, March madness pick show for you guys. Uh, you know, we'll go over the spreads. Uh, I, I'll try to hit every game, but that's quite a few. Um, uh, A little tidbit before I do go, bet on every single NHL favorite for the rest of the year. If a team is favored, bet on them. They are hitting at a 90% clip this year. It is insane what the NHL betting landscape looks like. Bet on the favorites, you're going to win more than you're going to lose, I'm telling you right now. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, thank you guys for listening. I missed recording. I just wanted to get one out for you guys. It is 4 a.m. Uh, post St. Patrick's Day. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to try and get one out for you guys tomorrow as well. Um, I just wanted to to get something in. For you guys I know it's been a long time Um, and thank you guys that do actually listen we really 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 do appreciate that Um, and like I said if you guys want to hear us talk about anything specific any any topics any questions you have just shoot me any questions on my Facebook on my Instagram um, on trap games Instagram at the trap game podcast Uh, yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. You guys have a wonderful night. I hope everyone had a safe St. Patrick's Day. Um, Can't wait for baseball. Can't wait for football. Can't wait for the hockey playoffs. Can't wait for March Madness. Um, Can't wait to have fans back in the stands. Jacksonville's having the first full UFC event in over a year. So I don't want to see safe things are getting back to a hundred percent normal because who knows if that will actually ever be a thing, but we are slowly moving the right way, um, in the right direction. So you guys stay safe. Have a great rest of your night. Have a good day. Like I said, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I will talk to you guys soon. Um, if not with Chris, I will get, a NCAA March Madness show out to you tomorrow, hopefully. And uh, yeah, let's have fun watching March Madness. It's always crazy. Have a good night, guys.